0: Some friends had just treated Joy and me to dinner in an upscale restaurant in a large urban setting. On the way to the parking deck, I glimpsed a man holding a toddler in one arm and a bit of cardboard with handwriting on it in his free hand. The light was muted and the man was at a little distance, so I couldn't read the message on the makeshift sign but I knew that he was asking for help. Nobody else in the group saw the two of them. I let the group's momentum and the rest of the pedestrian traffic sweep me on toward the car. And I regretted it. And I still do. Yes, in many of our urban settings you will pass Several people looking for relief on each and every block. You could empty your wallet by the time you've walked the length of a football field. And those same people would probably be hungry and homeless the very next day. And I've heard my share of transparently lame stories told to explain a needy person's predicament and to open my wallet. But also know that if I were desperate enough, I would do or say just about anything to feed my hungry child and to find a safe place for her to spend the night. My encounter with this homeless father happened only over a matter of seconds, but I've reflected on it again and again and again. Jesus' words keep coming back to me. You are the light of the world. In other words, let your works reveal the healing love of God to the world. On that evening... I was a dim bulb or to put that another way Jesus reminded me yet again of the walls that surround me I've erected a barrier to protect myself from the sorrows and the sufferings the loneliness and the fear the degradations and the deprivations of others My wall consists largely of the blind eye that comes with self-absorption. Some build their walls from callousness or condescension. Reasoning that anyone struggling or down on their luck got themselves into that fix, they feel relieved of the responsibility to show compassion Repurposing a phrase from the sociologist Arlie Russell Hochschild, following Jesus is a continuous process of scaling the empathy wall. When we follow Jesus, we grow in compassion. The ache of the world can no longer be someone else's tough luck. The misery of anyone weighs on our own souls. That's because God sent Jesus in order to be one with us, and in Jesus, we are inextricably bound with one another. Jesus came to heal. To make us whole from sin and suffering, from sorrow and loneliness, from degradation and deprivation. The healing work of the incarnate God continues through you and me. We are the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit animates us and sends us out to streets and shelters, schools and prisons, shops and rehab centers, offices and abandoned lots, to be conduits of Christ's healing love. Believing in Jesus means to surrender ourselves to what Jesus is up to in this world. And what Jesus is up to is loving imperfect, broken, hurting people. Just like us. Love is no mere sentiment. Love is a focused, relentless power committed to the dignity and well-being of every human being. The prophet Isaiah put it like this. Is not this the fast I choose? To loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring homeless, the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked, to cover them? Sharing a meal, providing shelter for a night, giving a coat or a pair of shoes, paying for a prescription or covering a utility bill shows mercy to individuals. And this is a good thing. And yet, hunger and homelessness will return the next day. Healthcare will remain out of reach for the next illness. Jesus teaches us to dream bigger. In Jesus, God is renewing the entire creation. God's dream is a new heaven and a new earth shining with perfect justice and unbroken peace. A creation in which human dignity is never diminished and God's love cannot be doubted because his presence is undeniable in how we love one another. In other words, Jesus teaches us to change the world. Ronald Rollheiser makes the point by sharing a familiar but still very important story. It's called the parable of the river. These are Rollheiser's words. Once upon a time... There was a town which was built at the bend of a river. One day, some of his children were playing by the river when they spotted three bodies floating in the water. They ran to get help, and the townsfolk quickly pulled the bodies from the river. One body was dead, so they buried it. One was alive but quite ill, so they put it into the hospital. The third was a healthy child, so they placed it in a family who cared for it and took it to school. From that day on, each day, a number of bodies came floating around the bend in the river, and each day, the good charitable townspeople pulled them out and tended to them, burying the dead, caring for the sick, finding homes for the children, and so on. This went on for years, and the townspeople came to expect that each day would bring its quota of bodies. But during those years, nobody thought to walk up the river beyond the bend and check out why daily those bodies came floating down the river. Jesus is urging us to go up the river. Yes, help the hungry, the addicted, the sick, and the homeless who come to our doorsteps and wander our streets, but do not stop there. Ask deeper, more difficult questions. For instance, what is it about our common lives that leaves us with phrases like the working poor? People who work full-time and scramble after overtime wages should be able to pay their bills, put their kids through college, and receive competent medical care. And yet, a staggering number of working people are one sickness or one crisis away from homelessness. What are we doing in the land of the free that gives us the largest prison population in the world. The largest. We have more people behind bars than even Russia and China. The compassion of God in Jesus is a world-transforming power. Let's share it with everyone who crosses our path and let's take it up the river. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.